and welcome to Visa Talks, interesting discussions with interesting people from all around the world. I'm your host for today, Maria Roa, and we have a very special Visa Talk show. I am delighted to be joined by the other Visa Talk host, Simon Hodgkins. Welcome, Simon. Maria, it's great to be back with you on a special episode. It is, and uh, we wanted to get together because we want to talk about Think Global Awards. Whether you don't know what the awards are about, or you might have heard about it but have not entered, or even if you did enter in the past but you don't know that year six of the awards is already happening, Simon and I are going to give you all the information you need. So, Simon, would you like to start? Can you tell our audience what the Think Global Awards are or how did they start it? Well, I can tell you uh, a little bit, because as you know, Maria, it's one of my favorite subjects. It um, is. <laughs> I'm always amazed at the fact that we're actually another year on with the awards program. And it is incredible to me. And I know I say this every year, but it's incredible for me to realize that the awards are now in their sixth year. Um, it, it, it has been incredible. I, honestly, when we started these awards six years ago, we weren't really sure whether they would even catch on, whether people would be interested in them. And, you know, it has been an absolute roller coaster of a, of a ride. It's been fun all the way uh, for me and I know for many others who've been involved in the awards over the years. And it, I'm always blown away by the sheer volume of entries that we receive and the fact that they come from all over the world, Maria. So for me, it's a really exciting year to be in year six. Yeah, actually, that's amazing that you're pointing out that because when I first entered um, Think Global Awards to work with Think Global Awards, I was amazed by how many people from different parts of the world and not only individuals, but also companies were entering. I mean, like, it was amazing. It's it's actually yeah, it is. <laughs> I am part of the project now and I am completely hooked. So actually, let's remember, let's remind people that entries were open on September, but we're there still open until January 31st, 2023. And this year's theme is making a difference in a globally connected world, right, Simon? Yeah, each year we've tried to have a theme. Mm -hmm. And this year, Obviously, everybody's living in this hyper-connected world that we're in. A lot of people are online around the world. And we thought that making a difference in this globally connected world was a great theme to have because the people that enter the Think Global Awards are really making a difference, whether it's in their small business, whether it's in their large global business, whether they're a non-profit or a a community or an association or whether they're just an individual um so we wanted to recognize people i suppose maria as you say that are really making a difference in this globally connected world that we find ourselves living in today so that's what the theme is for year six for sure exactly and i think we should also let people know that they can enter the awards for free which is also really important and they can nominate other people or companies they don't need to only nominate them themselves they can also nominate others which i think it's really interesting um and maybe also we could let them know the categories which this year we have uh 10 categories 
community nonprofit, education and e-learning, language industry person of the year, um, life science. Uh, can you let us know a little bit more about those categories, for example, Simon? Yeah, I can, Maria. Can I just go back to something that you said? Because I thought it was a really yeah. important point. And the reason why, why I know it's an important point is because I still get asked this question a lot six years down the road. Mm -hmm. um, with awards programs, typically, um, some of the larger awards programs, they cost money to enter. They and do people are them. very familiar in, in business and in organizations with paying to submit an entry to a global awards program. We're very proud that for six years now, we've been fortunate enough to be in a position where we haven't charged any fee for people to enter the awards. And that that's something that we hopefully will be able to continue to do with the help of everybody who supports the awards program behind the scenes. When it comes to the categories, uh, the categories change a little bit. There are some categories that remain the same every year, Maria. Mm -hmm. But as you know, this year we have 10 categories. And you've mentioned a few of them there. And maybe maybe I could start with the one that I think you mentioned first. I might be wrong, but the Community and Nonprofit Award. It is, yeah. Um, every year we get a lot of charities, a lot of nonprofits, a lot of associations and communities of all different shapes and sizes. Some are small and local to a particular country or area or town or village. And some may be the very largest um, nonprofits that the you know, a lot of people would know and maybe support themselves um, or at least see a lot of their media about. And I think it's important, particularly with the theme that we've mentioned for this year, that how we are all globally connected, that a lot of these nonprofits and communities really do appreciate being able to enter an awards program to shine some light on the great work that they are doing. And uh, it's always it's always the, the nonprofit and community and charity award. It's always... Uh, a busy category we always get mm -hmm. a lot of entries for it but I would encourage people whether they're a community or an association or whether they are a you know a, a large-scale NGO or whether they're just a small not-for-profit charity that that's been set up to to look after a particular cause or community uh, we welcome all shapes and sizes and that that's a particularly uh, good category I'm always um, interested to see the uh, applicants that come in for that one. And you, you mentioned some other categories, Maria. Uh, because education we, we, and e-learning e was the second one, yeah. Yeah, well, on education and e-learning, um, I suppose we've been through a few years, haven't we, as a, as, a, as a human race, where we've all had to go online a lot more than maybe some of us wanted to. Mm -hmm. uh, we were kind of forced online and, you know, uh, various lockdowns, etc. But the great thing, I suppose, that the Internet has allowed us all to do is to connect with education and e-learning. And I know a lot of people learn, whether it's watching a YouTube video and picking up something new or figuring something out, or whether it's taking part in sort of, there are lots of companies nowadays that have online learning and educational programs. Some are certified, some count towards college places and points, and, you know, depending on the country uh, that's in it. And also online learning is impacting some of the, the the developing countries and maybe some of the countries where funding in education, particularly around children, um, haven't maybe been as um, 
well-funded as maybe some of the more developed mm-hmm. countries. So I think the education and e-learning one is an interesting one. Uh, I know over the years, one that springs to mind was a an, an online um, educational piece which worked very much with an, an older uh, demographic of people. Uh, that was a couple of years ago now. And that one I remember quite well because it was quite a unique um, entry that came in for that. But we've also had uh, quite large organizations take part too. And of course, each entry for the education e-learning, it's judged on its own merits. And maybe it's a good time to maybe talk about the judging, just if I can, for a second, Maria. For sure, yes. Um, because the, the judges do a lot of the hard work here. Uh, and every year we've had to have a new judging panel. We try to change the judges every year. Mm-hmm. And I'm so grateful to all of the judges over all of the previous five years of the awards and to this year's judging panel. They're all available on the website at uh, thinkglobalawards.com if people want to see this year's judging panel. But we have 20 judges this year and we we really couldn't do the awards program without the uh, the support of the judges because there's an awful lot of entries to look for mm-hmm. and you know whether it's education and learning as we're talking about now or whether it's community and and the the sort of non-profit uh, category that we spoke about a moment ago the judges are aligned to each of these various categories depending on their skill set their background their interests etc and uh, it's a very rigorous uh, judging process to make sure that we we were able to to announce a shortlist and also, of course, to announce the winners um, in due course. Yeah. Well, maybe we should just mention like the rest of categories in case someone wants to know. But also, as you say, they can check everything in the website, thinkglobalawards.com. So let me just mention the other ones. I will mention from the beginning, you already said community, nonprofit, education and e-learning language industry person of the year very important for us, Uh, life science, marketing, professional services, retail and e-commerce, startup, technology and entertainment, travel transportation and hospitality. That would be the last. Yeah, I I think, Maria, when you when you go through those categories that what's great about the website, you mentioned the web address there uh, a moment ago. You can see all of the previous winners on the website Mm -hmm. so if you want to see well who won on the first year of the awards who won in year five of the awards you can actually go back and see all the winners and the brands and who won what category and I think that might be useful for people who are considering entering the awards this year although I would encourage people to be quick with getting their entries in because it does close it closes next month so by the time this episode goes out people will really have to visit the website at thinkglobalawards.com and get their entry submitted. Uh, it is free to enter, as you mentioned. But I think, uh, you know, it's useful to go back and look at some of the brands and companies and individuals that that won the awards because it gives you a, a feeling to the type of organizations that have been winning. You can also review all of the categories that you've mentioned, and there's a little explainer as to what the judges are looking for for each category. Um, so you could maybe tailor your entry Uh, that way and all the entries are done online it's very simple you create an account like you do for many awards programs it's free to do and you submit your entry online it's very very simple and a very straightforward process and of course I'd encourage people to do that because it's really wonderful to see not just the winners but the shortlist announced because we Mm -hmm. announced the shortlist normally a month or two ahead of the actual 
yeah. uh, online sort of uh, ceremony to announce the winner. In this case, the shortlist announced would be March 9th and the ceremony would be April 19th. So I'm looking forward to it already. But it closes next month. I mean, that's the important one, right? People January really 31st. Get their entries in. Yeah. That's an important date. Every Everyone needs to remember that. January 31st, they need to send their entries before that. And we are super excited to see the continued growth for year six of the program. So you already know, if you or anyone you know are helping to make a difference in a positive way in our globally connected world, you are welcome to enter the awards. Just go into the website, thinkglobalawards.com and enter. That's yeah, and pe people can enter themselves, Maria. That's an important point, I think, because people sometimes ask me that. Can I put? Can I? Can I enter my own company? Can I enter yeah. myself? Yeah, of course you can. But you can also nominate others too. So if you want to nominate okay. another company or another person for an award, you can do both. And there are no restrictions. I suppose another question that comes up quite common is, can I enter more than one category? And the answer is yes. There's yes. no restrictions on the amount of times you can actually enter the awards. And obviously, we, we're not looking for people to enter the same award category over and over again, because obviously, yeah. we can only go with the one submission. But if you want to maybe enter two or three of the categories, of course, you can do that if they're relevant. And if you can match the criteria, and I, again, visit the website to see the awards criteria for each of the categories. But you can enter yourself, you can nominate somebody else, you can enter a business, you can nominate another business, and yes, you can enter more than one category, should you so wish. Uh, but yeah, it's all available and yeah, it, it's closing soon. So hopefully people will uh, go to the website and submit an entry. It was great having you, Simon. Thank you so much. I think we need to repeat this some other time. So thank you for everything. That's the end of today's show with Simon Hotkins. Please make sure to tune in again to see and or to listen to the next Business Talk show where we will be discussing more interesting topics with interesting people from all around the world. And please make sure to enter the Think Global Awards. Remember, thinklobalawards.com. Thank you, Maria. Thank you, Simon. Bye.